Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Work Rate Podcast. This is our AEW Dynamite review. I am Mike Fenn. I'm joined, as always, by Brad Hardcastle. Brad, how you doing? I am excellent, Mike. How are you? I am doing well. Um, yeah, just 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 doing well. Yeah. <laughs> um, what 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 have you been up to lately? Oh, just uh, working and then playing some Deathloop and. That's about it. What about you? I've fallen off Deathloop a little bit lately, not because I haven't liked it, but I got really, uh, really hard into The Expanse again, Mm -hmm. which is a sci-fi show on Prime, which is so good. It is the best sci-fi television show I've ever seen. Oh, wow. I, I can say that like unequivocally. It is so good. And they have a way of every at the end of every single episode. The only thing I want to do is click next episode. Mm, that's how you know it's good. And and then I look and it's like one thirty in the morning. I'm just like, ah, <laughs> no, I can't do this to myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just right. death looping it, killing the loops. I said, what was it like last week? I said, like, oh, I haven't watched Death Loop because I'm balls deep in the expanse. <laughs> which is a choice of words, um, which is on purpose. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's get into the news for the week. We, uh, speaking of choices, yeah. um, uh, Women of Wrestling, WOW, is back, which sort of ended with some controversy and there was a a bunch of the wrestlers were upset with the star of the company, and that was Tessa Blanchard. And since that time, she has, like, their reports have come out that she, it was uh, one of Thunder Rosa's friends. I can't remember her name, but she is a, I believe, is a black and Mexican wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, she wrestles a lot for. Rosa's promotions as well as uh, promotions more like the Texas and then Mexico area. Um, She said that she called her the N-word and spit on her and other people corroborated that. Yeah. Um, And then uh, nobody wanted to touch her at that point. And she was already working with Impact and then she just ghosted on Impact with their title. Yeah, while she was their champ. (laughs) She held their title hostage, and all they all they asked of her was, and this was sort of during COVID, I think. I'm not quite sure. I think so. They're like, oh, like okay, so just just cut some promos, and we'll we'll still be able to run a story, and we'll still be able to run a story. And this is after they really went to bat for her and made her the first ever female uh, world champ mm-hmm. of their company, the first. A significant company to ever do that Mm -hmm. with their championship like they they took that step and pushed her forward and she just was like nah fuck you guys Mm -hmm. and eventually they just had to cut her because she wouldn't record the promos she wouldn't play ball with them and it's like at at this point after all the shit that you have said and all the uh the companies that don't want to work with you, why would you do that to them? And then I guess she sort of bet on herself and afterwards nobody wanted to work with her <laughs> until now where women of wrestling is coming back and she is their centerpiece. Yeah. 
and it is astonishing. And have you seen the shirt that yes, they're running with? It's so tacky and corny. Um, they're running with a shirt that says nuclear for her because she has nuclear heat Mm -hmm. and nobody wants to touch her. And they have, they've got Izzy out there, like, uh, pretending to interview her and, and, um, Tessa kind of like blowing past her and her going, oh, wow, she's really nuclear. And like, oh my God, you're having Izzy do this Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. She's a kid. She doesn't really know better. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck, you guys? Oh, no. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Like, you, there are a lot of people who are wanting to work for uh, WoW. Um, I saw. Actually, I don't want to put anyone on blast, but there are women that, women wrestlers that I really enjoy that are speaking kindly of, of WoW and are signed up to work with them but it's like opportunities and opportunity and everyone has to pay rent mm-hmm. yeah but, and it, like they got aj mendez cm punk's wife it's her return to wrestling she's like the the producer or something and it's like i want to support her and it's like oh but you got tessa like this is and then that shirt like, today not good. it's just like oh <laughs> it's the def it's like trying to tweet through something but to like on a new level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just trying to push through something just like with blunt for like, you're not WWE. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be able, you're not going to get away. You're not going to be able to do this. Yeah, for sure. Only WWE can get away with that because of their just long standing. Yeah. They're an institution. Like they can, <laughs> like they can get away with shit that nobody else can. Mm-hmm. You can't do this. Yeah. Cause with, like, with Tessa, had she, if none of that ever came out, and like she'd never done that stuff, she'd probably be an AW. Her dad's there; it, it'd just be a shoe in. But it's like no one wants to work with her. I'm I'm surprised they brought her back for WoW. She'd be she'd be a champ somewhere. Mm-hmm. If she didn't exist, WoW probably would have had to shut down in the first place. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's and it's it, weird. Yeah, it's bizarre. They're gonna be I'm on CBS too, she... which is kind of nuts. I know it's crazy. I'm glad that. Wow. Um, I mean, I'm glad that she's not with a W <laughs> and WWE. I just don't want people like that pushed. A- it's funny that, uh, WWE won't touch her. I think maybe there's some backstage stuff. Oh, for sure. Cause they tried, they tried to work with her before and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of the wrestlers on staff and stuff like, we don't want to work with her. <laughs> well, yeah, but then you also have guys like, Jackson Riker. Yeah, that's true. You've got other people who are very much of that ilk still working for the company. Mm-hmm. So that that stuff's never really been an issue for them. It's sort of like what I've seen, and this goes across this is all companies, including AEW. Um if uh if they haven't got that person signed. Like if they're not under contract with them, they won't touch them mm-hmm. when the, if there's already a controversy with them, but if they're signed to the company, when the controversy happens then they're like, okay, well let's silently look into it. Mm-hmm. And then if it, if people stop bugging us, we'll just keep them and start pushing them again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like every, there's shit on every company. Mm-hmm. 
for sure. And shit in every company. Like nobody can cast a stone here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's unfortunate. But yeah. Yeah, because it like, is what it's part of wrestling in yeah, the world. Uh, all women's federation, like on that level, like we said, it's, it's going on CBS, and I'm sure a lot of really talented women will go there. But it's just like, do I really want to watch something that she's going to be on? And the centerpiece too. It's just it's nuts. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Then you have like your favorites all wanting to wrestle there, and you're like, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> okay, guys. All right, so, uh, but I guess, and but that's what I'm saying. Like, you look at all these places, like, at every single company, you'd be like, do I really want to wrestle with that person? Mm-hmm. At every single company, there's somebody like that. Yeah, that's true. So, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on to Dynamite. Um, yeah, so we had this this opener of a match, which was insane. This was the definition of a cocaine bang. Yeah, this was this was PWG match on crack. This was nuts. <laughs> oh yeah, this was Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus and Christian and Daniel Bryan versus the Super Click and Kenny. Um, just wild stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw somebody tweet it was Seahawk because there was there was maybe like one or two botches in yeah, this yeah. match. And then some spots that people thought were botches that weren't mm-hmm. one in particular. Um, but he he tweeted out that he's like, with all the people in this match and the 40,000 moves that we saw, <laughs> there should have been a lot more botches yeah. just just based off of the odds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I only really yeah, noticed was, like one huge one, but that and they just kind of oh, laughed man. it off and that was OK. And it was it was funny, mm-hmm. like. I don't know. I don't. I don't care. Yeah. I don't get. I don't get bent out of shape about this stuff. Um, yeah. So I thought Jungle Boy was put over huge in this match. He had. It felt like he was in the match for seventy five percent of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, There's a fly in here with me. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> um, I thought. Uh, I'm just gonna go through and just name off some of the spots I really like. And if uh, you can name some of your favorites, I really loved Christian's reverse neck breaker that he did on Nick Jack. I think it was Nick Jackson could have been uh, Adam Cole. It's hard to tell the difference. Yeah. All long hair. You've got them all in there. (laughs) All skinny, long haired dudes with exception of Kenny. Um, And uh, so he does, he does the reverse neck breaker while Matt Jackson's going to do the lariat and it ends up being like a dodge. Mm -hmm. Of the Larry, I, I love that. It's a simple little thing, yeah. But it really stood out to me as something that was really cool. Um, Jungle Boy was just a heat magnet for the heels, yeah. In this, because they were just beating him down the whole time. Uh-huh. He's so sympathetic. Um, he did that rope walk where uh, he just nutted Nick Jackson. That was hilarious. That was so. Funny. Then kicked him off. <laughs> when he's jumping up and down on the rope. I was like, oh, this is... He does that little kick mm-hmm. to kick him off, too. I thought it was so funny. Um, Danielson was used sparingly in this match, I thought. But uh, he did get in all his greatest hits. Mm-hmm. His uh, The woo and, and yes combination, I am still really enjoying. I'm comfortable with the woos, despite Ric Flair. I was wondering if I was going to be. But like at this point, I feel like the... The woo for the chops has 
has almost passed. It's transcended Ric Flair. Yeah, it's. I'm sure there's people, fans, that don't even know why we're wooing. Just people woo for the chop, so they just do it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the like what for chain me. at this point. Like it just kind of moved on. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's kind of like a whoa. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I was. That was something I was curious about. Like, what are we going to do with the woo at first, and then immediately it was just nothing. We're just going to mm-hmm. do the woo. Um. Yeah, and Christian he took that indie taker on the outside that uh and he went down in in a heap afterwards and we saw some people online saying like oh this was a botch he really did get her but no I watched that shit back he was like 3 inches off the ground mm-hmm. he well, <laughs> he took it safely yeah people always complain that you know young wrestlers and wrestlers nowadays don't sell and then when they do sell everyone's like oh he's hurt <laughs> So it's just funny. <laughs> no, it's a it's a fucking multi man match, mm-hmm. and the the heels have to be able to get the advantage on the on the baby faces, and this is how they did it. Mm-hmm. They took out the old man. Yeah, like, like you can always tell if someone's legit hurt or not by if the wrestlers interact with them afterwards, and they were trying to beat yes. up Christian afterwards, so you know he's not really hurt. <laughs> And they they super kicked Marco's stunt mm-hmm. while he was looking after him. Like he's fine. They're playing up his bad neck because mm-hmm. I looked. There was like a lot of air between his head and mm-hmm. the ground. Unless he got, unless he like slept on his neck wrong last night, he's fine. Yeah, and the the Bucks do that. They've done the outside version. I move plenty of times, so they know how to do it without hurting. Yeah, anyone. they know what they know what they're doing. Um, Kenny, however, had the amusing botch, mm-hmm. and this was this was a significant one in that lots of people, I'm sure. We're making fun of it, but I haven't really seen any online, so I'm thankful for that because I thought it was I laughed when this happened. Mm-hmm. So Kenny goes, they go to do the uh, the four person power bomb on Luchasaurus, and he he gets him up, and Kenny loses his balance, mm-hmm. and he basically just does a shitty power bomb, falls on his butt. It's like a shitty sit-down power yeah. foam almost yeah. in the end. He just loses his footing as he reaches back. And then they all sort of have like looks of like, did I do that? Mm-hmm. The crowd starts <laughs> booing because they're in Philly, which back in the ECW days, if that would have happened, the crowd would have chanted, you fucked up, you fucked up. But it's funny. I mean, uh, they always say whenever something happens in Philadelphia in basketball, they always say like, the Philadelphia fans once booed Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Like it's a known thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's part of their sports culture. Yeah. Um, They're ruthless there. Yes. <laughs> then I have in here, Daniel Bryan takes the pin. He did not. Jungle boy took the pin. Mm-hmm. He took the, uh, four way BTE trigger, which I loved. Yeah. I've seen the three way. I had not seen the four way before. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Still keeps him strong. Yeah which I like. Um, yeah, we're really good. And I like that it wasn't just Luchasaurus again, eating the pin. Yeah. I did like that Luchasaurus got a lot of shine in this match, though, too. They've really he been, they've really been uh, building up Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Like, uh, I love Luchasaurus's, like, double choke slam thing that he does where he holds one oh, guy so backwards good. and then choke slams him on the other. That's so awesome. Such a great move. Um, one thing that was really cool is... Um, Daniel Bryan did the same spot that he finished um, Nick Jackson with on the weekend, mm-hmm. but this time it got broken up, which is cool. Yeah, 
Um, I just there's another spot where they did uh, something like that as well. It's very. Um, I always remember listening to Eddie Kingston, or no, it was uh, Santana Ortiz talking about like being in Eddie Kingston's apartment and him making them watch old uh, AJPW. Mm-hmm. All Japan Pro Wrestling matches, and he's like, in this match, it's really cool, because he does this, because last time, he did that, and this time, he remembered that he did that, so he did something different, Mm -hmm. and that's why this match is so cool, Mm -hmm. because the story continues, and they don't tell you anything. They don't, they don't explain that for you, which, AEW does that. Mm -hmm. He did it again, and then, but this time, they were able to counter it, so I really like those details, and it happened again in the deed match, although... JR overexplained it, yeah. but it was fine. I liked too when everyone did their big dive to the outside and then Adam Cole was going to do his and he stopped and did the Adam Cole baby spot. They got a big reaction. Uh, Jungle Boy almost died on a outside Hurricane Rana, which was like, I legit like yelled. I was like, oh my God. Nick caught him at the last second. Jungle Boy uh, got a little too. Jungle Boy was just floating in midair. Yeah, he got a, a little too overzealous like, when he was running out and almost missed Nick Jackson completely. <laughs> But yeah, this match was tons of fun. It's it's hard to name every move in this match because it just everything is going crazy. Yeah, you can't. But okay, so uh, yeah, this is fun. I don't know where it goes from here, which is really yeah. I d- well, I guess we we sort of know where some of it goes. Yeah, based off the end of the show. Mm-hmm. That's why. I, yeah, but I don't know what happens with like Danielson and stuff now. But that's cool. Yeah, there's it keeps intrigue going. Well, I think. I think we'll see Danielson maybe versus Cole, mm-hmm. something like that. Anyways, we should get on to the next thing. That was CM Punk coming out and doing CM Punk Loves the Fans again, mm-hmm. which is great still. Um, he comes out, the fans pop. It's in Philly, and I know because I watched his documentary that he spent a lot of time in Philadelphia doing the indies. He lived there. He he trained there. He trained other wrestlers there. Mm-hmm. He just he spent a lot of time there. And uh, he said that he, he loves being back there because it reminds him of the old days. And back in the old days, he didn't need a whole lot. And he was rich of heart, if mm-hmm. that makes sense, back then. And... Uh, so it's really good to be back, but he said somebody who's trying to take his joy away from him is Daniel Garcia. Two weeks ago, he jumped him from behind. He got the first licks on, on him in AEW. So he says, Garcia, um, if you have the testicular fortitude, why don't we go one-on-one on Friday? And I can't fucking wait, man. Yeah. Garcia tweeted out, uh, there's nothing punk about me. So he's ready to go. Garcia this weekend is wrestling CM Punk, Alex Shelley, David Richards, and Minoru Suzuki. Like, what a weekend Garcia is going to have. <laughs> All the legends. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of the legends who have come out of retirement. Because mm-hmm. Alex Shelley, at one point, wasn't wrestling. Yeah. That was because of COVID and his career, but still was out of wrestling. And even the their tag team was done for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they brought it back. Um, Davey Richards was out of wrestling yeah. for a while as well. And he's recently come back. Um, you got CM Punk. Minoru Suzuki is the only guy who's been going all yeah. the way through. Mm-hmm. So really cool that all these old guys come back and they're like, yeah, I want to face this kid. Yeah. 
Like, this is the one. Mm-hmm. This kid here. And I agree, man. The first time you watch... I've actually seen him live. Mm-hmm. Daniel Garcia. I, I watched him in Toronto years ago. And I, I didn't quite see it at the time, but the crowd loved him. Mm-hmm. Um, he was uh, in Buffalo. I live in Toronto. So it's a... He would have been working the uh, the Toronto or the Ontario shows quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so where, where's this kid's all elite graph? Yeah, I'm really surprised that hasn't happened yet because they've been using him. I mean, 2.0's already got theirs, and they love using them to like kind of be cannon fodder for the bigger faces, but which is cool. But yeah, he needs his all elite graphic. Yeah, the the longer that goes on, the more concerned AW's got to get, unless they have them, unless like they have them to one of those contracts where it's uh, where like they, it's not like a a yearly contract, mm-hmm. like a like multiple years on it, but they have him signed, like how Pillman and Griff Garrison were signed to AW, but yeah, they didn't have the all elite until. A certain point but yeah it's funny how uh some guys get it right away and other ones don't because he's used so often yeah yeah he's probably the, the hottest dude still wrestling on the indies right now like in terms of his matches that he's getting and stuff that's that could be a big reason why mm-hmm. is that they don't necessarily want it to seem like aw property out there yeah like they want to let him go out there and do his tour mm-hmm. on his own and that that could be his choice like let me just do this on my own first mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah that could very well be it okay so next segment this one this is this is an interesting i one. love this segment i want more crazy orn just make him get crazier and crazier every week please this is awesome <laughs> like this this is kind of funny so arn's out there um facilitating the Cody heel turn mm-hmm. that we all want, or at least that's what I hope. Um, I heard some theories that it could be the other way around and I'm like, Ooh, but I'll talk about that. Um, so he's out there. He's in, he's in Cody's backyard, burning his suit. You don't realize it like, at first though. You just think he's out of fire barrel until you see Cody up on a balcony. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> up on his belly. He's like, Arn, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing in my backyard? And he's like, are you burning my suit jacket? Mm-hmm. What the fuck, Arn? That's expensive. Yeah. He's like, Arn, it's late. <laughs> what the? F-? Mm-hmm. And he comes down there, and he's he's wearing a suit too at like nine o'clock at night, <laughs> <laughs> which is really strange. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he comes out there, and he's like, Arn, you're gonna burn burn my shit after you after you turned your back, and he's like, he's like, no, Cody. Like you turned your back on us when you got Hollywood and this and that. He's basically telling him like, like you're soft now, Cody. Uh, we need that badass in the ring. And he's like, what? And burning my suit's gonna do? He's like, give me your tie. He's like, no, I'm not taking. It slaps the taste out of his mouth. It's like, <laughs> fuck you, Cody. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. Okay, Arn. And uh, and he's like, fine. You know what? Here, take my tie. And he. he Cody throws the tie in the in the barrel himself. It lights on fire. Um, I like to think that this is Arn pulling Cody to the dark side. Mm-hmm. But the I saw a theory. It was floated by What Culture. I want to see what you think of this. 
I would be upset if this happened, um, is that Cody is going to go back to what makes him the baby face everyone loved, get back to the basics, to get back to the wrestling, to the passion and all that stuff, like leave the Hollywood stuff behind. Like, oh, no, no, no. That's not what people want. No, no, no. Yeah. People want you to be the asshole again. They, they yeah. need to fully embrace that. Uh, another thing uh, Arn said during this promo, when he's calling him Hollywood and stuff, he's like, you might as well just go paint a star on your face again. Oh, Talking fuck. about stardust, which is awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I hope they don't go that route. I hope I hope he goes heel with this. like, yeah, At least a more aggressive, edgier version of what he is now. Well, because Arn in the past with Four Horsemen was always a heel. Mm-hmm. For the most part, so except for in the '90s when the NWO came around, then they were yes. the default faces. Yeah, although Arn was, I think Arn was pretty much retired. Yeah, he he was point. kind of the the talking guy in the he, Four Horsemen at that. He was point. hurt. Mm-hmm. He had his neck his neck injury at that point, I think, because I never got to I never got to watch him wrestle live because he was basically retired mm-hmm. by the time I flipped it flip the tv on for wcw yeah um yeah so i i really hope that he's pulling cody over to the dark side Mm -hmm. but there's always that there's always that doubt um and i think this this also kind of protects cody's ego a little bit Mm -hmm. with uh with Arn pulling him over there as opposed to like oh people like oh people are actually booing me Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's like if i turn healed and i don't know it's a uh, it's very interesting yeah um, it was a uh, it's a cool promo yeah if i could see them even still trying to do like the start from the bottom baby face type thing and it's still not working so then they're like all right man we just gotta turn you heel because nothing else is working well because also if you think of who is going to be getting the championship next mm-hmm. and if the angle is that he goes heel, he breaks the rule that he set out for himself. It's going to be against Hangman, most likely. Mm-hmm. That that doesn't work unless he's heel Cody. Yeah. And they're going to make you, the fans are going to make you heel Cody mm-hmm. in that instance anyways. Yeah, for sure. So you might as well just go for it. Yeah. All right. So next match I actually really like this match, and this is one of two instances on the show where I feel like sometimes the wrestling I like is not the wrestling that the live crowd likes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love happened, this match. This match is great. The, you and I are very similar, mm-hmm. very, very similar in our in our wrestling tastes. That's why we do this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so... I really like striking matches mm-hmm. and I really like technical wrestling. That's why I, gr- I gravitated so much to uh, Japanese wrestling mm-hmm. when I first saw it. I was like, Oh, this is cool. Like, uh, but yeah, this match was kind of dead for this crowd. And, uh, I was pretty surprised. I was like, do you not know who Bobby fish is? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I understand having some reservations about him because of his previous COVID-19 stances mm-hmm. and his mask and vaccine stances. And I hope that's changed. I but, would uh, hope so. Who knows? 
uh, AEW likes to go to New York a lot, and they have pretty strict masks and man, uh, vaccine mandates to even get into buildings there. So we did see Brian Cage in the building yeah, last night. So first, you never know. First time in a while. I can imagine Philly not being too concerned about it. They're pretty wild up there. But yeah, I'm surprised this didn't get as big a reaction because Philly's like ECW's from there, ROH is from there. Like they're pretty. Uh, like a pretty smart wrestling crowd, so you'd think they would be more yeah, into this. Bobby match. Fish, Bobby Fish cut his teeth in Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. and then New Japan before he went to NXT, and even like I I didn't even watch NXT, and I who Bobby Fish was from that. Like it's strange mm-hmm. that they that he wouldn't get a reaction because it's kind of cool. It's kind of an invading force who got a match off a tweet. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, like that's that's different. People mm-hmm. don't get matches off of tweets. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Um, I really like the Excalibur put over um, Bobby Fish by talking about his training because his trainers are the most badass people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the three, the most badass trio you can name: mm-hmm. Harley Race, <laughs> Kenta Kobashi, and Masawa. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding I know. me? That's nuts. Like this dude could probably legit kill people. <laughs> that is a murderer's row. Mm-hmm. Like. Like they'd only be cooler if he named like Brody yeah. <laughs> on that list. Like mm-hmm. my god. Um then they show a little clip of Sammy bought Fuego a new car. He he honored his word. Yeah, he bought Fuego tri- the car. I was hoping Fuego it'd be like a nineteen ninety eight Nissan Sentra or something that he got. <laughs> <laughs> Fuego popped me hard when uh he did the line he gives him the keys. He's like, Awesome. I put it on the line to get a shot at the TNT title. Yeah. It was I was like, Fuego, that was really good. Yeah, I should have seen laughing. that coming. Yeah, that's funny. That was good. Um, yeah, Fish brought the MMA yeah, shit yeah, yeah. to this Came match. out to his old uh, Ring of Honor uh, New Japan Red Dragon theme song, which was awesome. Yeah, it's cool. I don't. Uh, I never heard that because I, w- I didn't watch ROH back in the day. So that was... Uh, mm-hmm. It was funny. I was like, this sounds old. Yeah. When I heard it, I was just, this doesn't sound like a Mikey Ruckus joint. Yeah. When I heard it, I was like, wait, is that? And then I looked on Twitter and everyone was marking out. I was like, it was. That's awesome. The singing in it is hilarious. <laughs> I thought it, I really like that. Bring back your old music. Um, I thought Fish's counters in this match were amazing because his counters were literally just, I'm going to kick you in the back of the leg so you fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool when <laughs> Sammy was up on the top rope and he kicked his leg out from underneath him. Yeah, he did it again during the break where uh, he kicked the back of Sammy's leg while he was on the apron mm-hmm. and Sammy just fucking took a header. Yeah. Like right on the back of his head. You it's know what's so cool. pretty nuts about Bobby Fish too? Because I don't think he really looks it, but he's like 42. Like I don't think he's he looks. Yeah, I don't think he looks it though. He's in great shape, in phenomenal shape. That's probably why his body breaks down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's pretty prone people. to injuries. Yeah, yeah. Because that's just age. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and Sammy does really well in big striking matches because he works really well stiff. Mm-hmm. So his kicks were amazing. Bobby Fish's kicks were amazing. The GTH at the end. I legit thought he always- killed. Fish for a second. <laughs> that is one of the most devastating looking moves I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like all the go to sleeps yeah, that nuts. you see, that like they're just nice. like L kneeing somebody in the shoulder, slapping their thigh. Um, but yo, that that looks like he's like breaking somebody's nose mm-hmm. every single time he yeah. does it. It is brutal. Mm-hmm. 
did fish hit that av- massive avalanche blue thunder bomb yeah that was cool that was real cool yeah just great stuff um in the a- after the show or maybe during the show we got the bobby fish right all the elite graphic ended. yeah we got the bobby fishes all elite graphic and it's funny for a guy that was on the show I didn't see that coming yeah me either cuz he um just committed to, like uh MLW was just tweeting about how he's doing a bunch of shows with them so i, I thought he was going to go to MLW for sure but he he's definitely signed on for some shows mm-hmm. they probably thought he was going to be doing the rounds but no uh <laughs> aw got him um I, yeah I think, I think that might be start happening with MLW especially cuz i don't know what their backing's like but they seem like they're going to start bringing in a lot of these dudes and then they're going to start getting signed to other places. They've yes. When when they actually sign a guy, they they are stuck there, but mm-hmm. they like they just bring people in for their tournaments mm-hmm. and for things. It's kind of like how New Japan does. They'll just bring somebody in yeah. for a bit. Like with uh Leo Rush. Leo Rush said that uh like he was never signed to New Japan, but he was signed to do matches. Mhm like a certain amount of matches. And he said that uh, Tony Khan, after he had his Joker thing, he's like, he's saying, I just really want to have a, have a good impression. He said he got to the back and Tony Khan was standing there with a, with a contract. That's awesome. <laughs> to sign him. And, uh, but he, his arm was numb. He went to the trainer and he had to have surgery. Um, so he couldn't do it, but, he was going to sign with AEW and he was going to be AEW property, but able to fulfill his dates uh-huh. with New Japan, which is just such a cool thing that wrestling is like that these days. Yeah, it's really cool. It's so fluid. Uh-huh. You never know where anybody is at any given time. Yep. I love it. But that wasn't the end of the segment. So I yeah, should continue. Yeah, yeah. Um, American top team rolled in and they started beating down Sammy Guevara. I was like, okay, well, this is a continuation of the Jericho thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Sammy, her, uh, Fuego del Sol, of course, runs out and immediately catches hands. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't help out he, at all. <laughs> like the only person who, like, he's the only person who, uh, catches more hands than Frankie Kazarian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on this roster for it's sure. Really funny. <laughs> Goes out there, eats shit. Then uh, Jericho's music hits. He comes rumbling out there with Jake Hager, um, and he clears the ring for some reason. Is able to knock down. Is able to throw hands and knock down Junior Dos Santos. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, but fair enough. Um, it's wrestling. I don't know. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking when all this was happening. I was like, it's just wrestling. Yeah, so the uh, American Top Team is leaving. Lambert, of course, gets on the mic, and he did a really good job here. He did a really good job mm-hmm. here. He he queued up the crowd uh, to continue singing the song yeah. over top of him, which was incredible. He's like, all right, enough of this stupid song. Mm-hmm. And then they start singing over top of him. I was like, this is this is somebody who knows what he's fucking doing on the mic. Yeah. Whenever they let him do stuff like that, he's awesome, but just have him quit talking about millennials and stuff. It gets old. Yeah. So and fast. he didn't do that yeah. today, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just talking shit about Jericho and, but with the fans drowning him out and then 
I don't know what it is. The fans love this feud. Mm-hmm. They are so loud for this feud. Like, this is one of the loudest things I've ever heard. This is like CM Punk loud, where mm-hmm. he couldn't talk. Yeah. Um, I was shocked, and they are going to be doing a match, uh, a six-man, I guess. It'll yeah. be Junior Dos Santos and the Men of the Year versus Jericho, Hager, and Sammy, which, okay, actually, that that's interesting to mm-hmm. me. I'm actually very interested to see how Junior DeSantos is Junior DeSantos is in the ring because if he's good, he's in better shape and has is less injury prone than let's say the guy that uh, WWE brought in a year ago, Kane Velasquez. Kane Velasquez, mm-hmm. yeah, like Kane Velasquez has wonky knees mm-hmm. on the best day, so like he can't really. You're risking an injury just doing a drop kick mm-hmm. with him. Like you can't really put money into him, but like junior DeSantos is l- late enough in his MMA career that he doesn't really have any big fights left in it. So he could just go to wrestling mm-hmm. and be awesome if he wanted to. And he still looks good. Yeah. So his running knee was awesome. That was Masvidal. Oh man, I see. I don't know. I don't know any yeah, MMA Mas- people. I'm no, sorry. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. It's okay. Um, Junior Dos Santos is the big bald guy. Oh, okay. okay. The one that uh, I got kind of nervous when he started beating up Sammy. I was like, I hope he knows how to throw work punches because he's going to kill Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's going to be working a match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Masvidal was the guy he said was going to be outside as the enforcer. Oh, okay. Okay. Masvidal is Masvidal's more still within his career. Mm-hmm. Like he's. He's not young. He's not too old, but he's had two, he's lost two title matches. So he's kind of way down the rankings. So he's he's in here to take a break, mm-hmm. and then we'll probably then go back and be a bigger star yeah. in MMA because of it. Whereas Junior DeSantos, like I was in college when he was when he was at his best. Okay. That that was that was a long time ago. <laughs> like he's uh he's basically retired now, but he still looks awesome. Yeah. So yeah, he's huge too. His arms are gigantic. That's he's a big nuts. man. Yeah, <laughs> he was a heavyweight champ. So <laughs> or maybe light heavy. I can't remember. The light heavy guys are like two thirty. <laughs> <laughs> They're big boys. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, maybe not two thirty, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was uh okay. All right, this match is interesting. Eventually, we're going to get Masvidal versus somebody as well, which will be interesting as well. Yeah. And Masvidal can talk. Yeah. He's a talker. So uh, that, that, that'll be cool. I'd actually like to see him on the mic. Um, all right. So moving on, we, uh, we have a claim with doing a terrible rap promo oh this was um there was no beat or anything this is bad <laughs> no it was like my dad rapping yeah i'm my name is max caster and i'm here to say mm-hmm. like jesus yeah. every every white kid knows this rap yeah yeah like each is yeah yeah i've heard like, him uh, have much better raps i don't know what the heck they must have just told him like two minutes before all right you're going go or something <laughs> yeah, i was like oh no oh no <laughs> um yeah so but anyways they're having a match with lucha bros on rampage mm-hmm. for the titles i don't know how they earned that but fair enough to them yeah i did um, see a gif of 
some new move that Max Caster's doing, like a twisting rope assisted DDT, and it looks awesome. So, well, good because he needs a move. Yeah. <laughs> like the workhorse of that team is absolutely Anthony Bowens. Mm-hmm. Anthony Bones is Anthony Bones is legit incredible. Yeah. And at some point down the line, I would love to see him get a singles run because he's phenomenal mm-hmm. on his own. He he's much better out of a tag team. Yeah. Like the only reason why they why he's in a tag team is because Tony Khan had to get them signed mm-hmm. and get them on TV before WWE got them. <laughs> he's like, Well, if you guys are a team, I can get you on TV now. And they're like, Okay. Mm. That's funny. <laughs> He's like, do you know him? <laughs> well, you start riding together and you get to know each other. Yeah, so that that was quick and I was like, okay, cool. It'll be a fun match, so. Yeah, match for Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh and I will say this, I I really want to see them get their head kicked in. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. Oh my god, did we we didn't do I must talk about this. We didn't do a podcast for Last Rampage, correct? No. Okay, so they did the Brian Daniels chant last Rampage. Oh, yeah. I popped super hard for that. You're going to get your fucking head kicked in? I was like, hell yeah. I was like, oh my god. Yes, please. Mm -hmm. Like that, even me, as somebody who didn't watch Ring of Honor, Mm -hmm. knows that fucking chant. It is so cool. It's cool. It it, didn't last very long. Yeah, but that's cool. They, they, people even remembered it and they could do it because Taz is like, they're chanting a whole sentence. (laughs) That was, (laughs) Taz, that commentary team is so funny. Yeah, this whole time, for the most part, it was just Taz and um, Excalibur. Until they did the awesome Ricky Starks vignette, and then he was on commentary. Yeah, they basically have formed the AW Dark commentary <laughs> team yeah. with those three guys. And it's fantastic. Don't bring back Jericho. Just do Ricky Starks, please. Yeah, Jericho hadn't even been on there in a while. I guess he's been, he always has to sell injuries, so he's then he's off for a little bit. But <laughs> I appreciate that, because then he's not there screaming in my ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, before we get too deep into it, I keep forgetting. Yes. I want to uh, shout out to the fan. I don't know if you noticed the guy in the straw hat in the Hawaiian shirt in the front row. He had a yes. he had a sign. I think it said, "Come on, guys, let's remember to have fun." That he was paying tribute to an ECW original fan, the straw hat guy who sat kind of in that same spot on the ECW hard cam every ECW show in Philly. Like so, that's cool. I was like, "That's cool." A fan paying tribute to a fan. That, that, I love that. that. That's good to see. Popped uh, my old ECW loving self. I was like, oh, he's a straw hat guy. I noticed him like right at the beginning of the show. I was like, holy shit. And that's that's how I realized they were in Philly, too. I was like, oh, they must be in Philly. <laughs> that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Um, yes. Great stuff. Mm-hmm. Also great stuff. They introduced the, TB, the TBS championship. Yeah. I think the belt looks sweet, that's- too. It does. It's so funny how people have turned around on that design. Mm-hmm. Like now people are like, it's a dope design. <laughs> they're like, oh, really? Because yeah. you guys were talking a whole lot of shit about the TNT title well, if I remember, for it wasn't, about a year. The TNT title wasn't complete when they first showed it, right? No. They were waiting it for wasn't. some plates. But yeah, once it got the gold plates on it stuff, I've I've always liked it. I've always thought it looked cool. Well, I, as somebody who designs, I always thought it was a nice design. Mm-hmm. I could see the design even when it was like aluminum <laughs> yeah and i do like um, the I, the tnt title i hope they do it with the tbs title too where every champ's belt looks a little different yes 
um, Sammy Guevara's has rhinestones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to go to he had and, all rhinestones on his tights last night too. So that was cool. Yeah, good shot. Mm-hmm. Good shit. Um, and right now, it the colors of it because it's blue and silver. Yeah, it's like oh, this is going to Jade or Thunder Rosa because like that's the yes. two colors I associate them with too. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. I saw somebody tweeted out a picture of Thunder Rosa. And then the title beside it, I was like, "That is the same color yeah, palette." Yeah, it, yeah, it was her. Was it like her little Aztec warrior outfit with the cool helmet that she wears sometimes? Uh, I think I saw that. Possibly, one. Mm-hmm. possibly, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it looks really nice. Um, the I love that they're doing a tournament for it. Yeah, that's that's cool. really cool. Uh, I think I don't know when that will be held because. Dynamite on TBS isn't happening until the 5th of January. Yeah. Unless they put every woman's wrestler on the planet and just have the tournament be the longest tournament ever and go till January 5th. <laughs> well, they could do one match until like one match per... I mean, they have the whole roster, right? Mm-hmm. They could do one match per week. Yeah, we gotta... They gotta fly back in some of the Joshis too. Like, I'd love like Maki Ito to come yes. back for it. And... Yeah, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. That'd be very cool. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. Yeah, it's I, cool. Uh, I think it'll be great. It's cool they let Aubrey hold it up first too, which is cool. I'm still mildly nervous that it won't increase any of the ma- like the amount of matches that we'll get. <laughs> yeah, for them, I hope they it does. S- we still get two per week mm-hmm. right now, so you could just do a singles on one day and a singles on the mm-hmm. other day. You're like. Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But I really hope it. But uh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, but when we get to the match later, and then last Friday on Rampage, it really seems like they're starting to focus more on stories for all the women. So yes, I do agree. I do agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, something that I don't like is Darby versus Camarado every week. I ask why there's a filler match on the show mm-hmm. every week. Why do we have a filler match where it'll be sometimes somebody with uh, with brand value like Darby, but facing somebody who is at the bottom of the barrel in terms of the lo- like not mid card, like the mm-hmm. low card. Yeah. <laughs> the bottom card. Yeah. Um, a dark card. Uh, yeah, I don't understand this because especially come coming right off of the announcement of the new women's championship have a women's match. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just talking up your women's division. You're like, "All right, now this bum, mm-hmm. not a bum, obviously." But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I don't want to have like the wingmen or the factory or the gun club or HFO every week. There's no reason why these guys need to be on TV. Mm-hmm. And there, there are holes that AEW needs to fill with how they, with the some of the matches that they put on, or the lack of some matches for certain demographics, being women, being black people, people of color. Kind mm-hmm. of they they've recovered there, but you're not successfully doing representation unless everyone's represented yes for sure and if you've got people on your roster who aren't getting time why am i seeing the 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 low card Mm -hmm. the dark roster 
in a match every week. It happens every time. Mm-hmm. And every, they announce, they stealthily announce it the day of every time. And every time I'm disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whatever this, this match, even Jade's match. Yeah. yeah do Jade or put Swole on TV or something. You can have a Thunder yeah. Rosa match. Like, come on. <laughs> we just watched. I just made you watch one of my favorite promos of yeah, all that was time. So awesome. Of Swole just destroying Diamante on dark. Nobody saw it. She's one of the best best talkers in the whole company. Mm-hmm. And she can go in the ring. And they have her on dark. Always on dark. And she's on Twitter saying, hey, give me, give me that time on TV. Never gets that time on TV. Mm-hmm. Why did you sign her? Yeah. Why yeah, she always you, has awesome ring gear too. Like let that let that be seen on yeah, national so TV. Good. Yeah. <laughs> it's to the point now that now when they have a really good women's match that doesn't involve Britt Baker, the crowd doesn't pop. Mm-hmm. We saw it last night. The crowd was dead for an incredible women's match. Yeah. It wasn't until the very and, end that they start getting into the women's match. And on Rampage, if you looked at the uh the the ratings numbers, it was up for the opener, went down for that triple set, and then back up again for that shitty hair versus hair match. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so people are starting to tune out on the women if it doesn't involve the belt or mm-hmm. doesn't involve Britt Baker. So you guys need to give them a reason. Yeah. Why was Serena Deeb off TV for months? I know that she was injured, and then she came back, and then she's gone again. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's frustrating. Yeah. Very frustrating. Okay. So moving on to the Dark Order. And this is just basically checking in with the Dark Order, mm-hmm. seeing how these guys are doing. And they're doing well. Yeah. That's good to hear. Um, now they like to vote on things. They don't like leaders anymore. They don't do the whole leader thing. That doesn't go well for them. Um, Which I wonder if they're doing Uno. that because of someone who's rumored to be coming in. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It is possible. Evil Uno has he admitted his missteps. He said we're gonna we're gonna vote on things going forward. And their first topic of discussion is whether or not Five needs to wear a mask, mm-hmm. which is which is funny. Um, and they talked about how Five looks exactly like Stu Grayson, and that's very funny because mm-hmm. they have three bald guys with beards yeah. <laughs> in that group. So. It's a it is a funny uh thing that they've got going on there. Okay. Now oh this was this was probably no, you know I can't say this is my favorite moment of the show because the main event was incredible. Mm-hmm. But this next segment with Dante Martin and Malachi Black was phenomenal. Yeah, I love this. Everything about it was perfect. Mm-hmm. So Don Dante comes out there and he's talking about his latest push in the company. He mentions how he's been a problem for everybody in the back, including Kenny Omega, who he went toe to toe with and, and took him to his limit. And he says that I'm putting the challenge out to this locker room. And he's saying that he's going to take on all challengers. Then the lights go out. And immediately I just said, Oh no, Dante. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) As soon as the lights went out, then they come back up and there's Malachi black wearing the mask mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Him. The crowd starts chanting holy shit too, just from him standing there. <laughs> and Dante does the slow turnaround, mm-hmm. like it's a horror movie, which I loved. Mm-hmm. And then Dante gets the black mask, he gets kicked in the head, the lights go off again, which is a little weird. They go back up, and now Malachi Black is just holding a mic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dante's yeah. on the outside of the ring. I thought he teleported he just... Dante out at first until I realized he was on the outside of the ring. Well, he's so... me too. It was sort of weird. I don't mm-hmm. really know why they did that. But he leans over the ropes and he tells Dante that the House of Black accepts. Mm-hmm. And I love that Black just accepts people's challenges by kicking them in the head. Yeah. And it's always when they're it's pontificating, so cool. when they're out there talking, yeah. he's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> just so this is going to be amazing yeah that match is gonna be so good too yeah it's so cool so good for him Mm -hmm. this is such a good opportunity i'm so excited for him that match is gonna be phenomenal Mm -hmm. it's gonna be malachi black's best match by a country mile Mm -hmm. yeah he's he's like slowly sort of doing what cm punk's doing what they're all doing they're all going out and facing these the young rising stars of the company which is good. That's what you over. want. That's how, that's how you use like the veterans and stuff like that. You have them elevate because Dante Mark doesn't have to win to be elevated in no. this feud. No, not at all. Um, I always tell people I'm a, I like the Kenta Kobashi method. Mm-hmm. Lose 45 times and then beat your mentor. Yep. <laughs> Get closer and closer each time and then be, that's what they did with Darby. That's mm-hmm. what they did with Jungle Boy. That's what they did with Sammy. Like it's they're doing the doing that same story with all of them, and yet some people are like, oh, they're getting buried. Like no, you you don't understand the influences of this company. Mm-hmm. It's this company is very influenced by Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> in its booking style, it's very influenced by Japan. Mm-hmm. That is that is what they did, and still do. Mm-hmm. Kenny went through that with Okada. Yeah, yeah, I can't Good wait for shit. this match. Did they announce when the match is happening, or did they just say it's going to happen? Sometime? No, they didn't. Mm-hmm. So, I want to say next week. How long? Oh, how how long till Full Gear? Full Gear is in November, right? Is yeah. Full Gear the next show? I forget the name. Yes, yeah. yes, it is. Um, because they don't to this point, they don't have any matches for next week. That's true. Which is weird. Yeah, they never do that. Mm-hmm. So. That that kind of has me. That gets me excited sometimes. Although next week is the Saturday show, so that could be another reason why oh. they might just they might just fart it out there. Dang! So that means Rampage is going to come on before Dynamite next week. That's crazy. <laughs> That's weird, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize next week was the Saturday show. I'm glad you reminded me. Yeah. So because hockey's I'm, back. Yeah. So I. We might not have an episode next week, so just <laughs> fair warning. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, no. This week is Canadian Thanksgiving. Okay, so let's let's do a little uh, housekeeping here. Okay. So I gotta I gotta think of if when when we're next when our next podcast is gonna be. Just let's just take a minute here. So next week we're or this weekend is Friday. On. Saturday, I might not be able to do an an episode, so we may or may not. You may not may or may not get a rampage episode. Mm-hmm. That's fine. 
then next week, I guess we'll just double up the two. Uh, yeah, we could do like two a shows. Show. Uh, yeah, two shows into one podcast. We'll just do that because I I don't want to record two days in a row. Yeah. Oh, speaking <laughs> of speaking of this week, uh, it's this is our one year anniversary show too. I just realized. Oh. Well, it's happy anniversary, I, baby. Yeah, yeah. I think I looked at our first episode was on the fourth, but you know we didn't record until today. So, but yeah, this is the week we did it. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Right on the anniversary of Brody Lee's last match. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah. All right. So I have Rick Starks in my notes here. <laughs> so this is where Ricky Starks comes out and he uh, he's in the ring. He's dressed like Orange Cassidy. Um, he all did. Him. He, he tells the fans that he really wanted to come out here and challenge Ricky Star or challenge Brian Cage to a Philadelphia street fight because, but he said uh, Brian Cage never shows up to work. I don't know where the hell he is. Uh, he ain't here. Then Cage's music hits. He runs out. He just lariates the piss out of mm-hmm. <laughs> Ricky Starks for a bit before getting pulled out of the ring by the rest of Team Taz. Um, they're they're also going to have a match this Friday yep. on Rampage. The Philly street fight. There's going to be four matches. Yeah, that's pretty this nuts. Friday, which is wild. I don't know how they're going to do that. This that seems like a misstep to me mm-hmm. personally. I don't think they have enough room. Which tells <laughs> me they... probably, excuse me, one match is going to be really short. I know, and I know which one that is, and I kind of wish it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But I know what it is. Yeah, and we all know what it is. But we'll get there. We'll get there at the end of this episode. Okay, so the next thing we have is the women's division basically hypes up the tournament. Mm -hmm. So we hear from various women that are going to be in this tournament. Um, We hear from Thunder Rosa, Sky Blue, who Jade is facing on Friday. I just ruined what I said I was going to talk about at the end of the episode. Yeah, that's going to be a short match. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be two seconds. Mm -hmm. And Sky Blue, bless her heart, she sounds like she's eight. Yeah, she did not sound (laughs) confident at all. In this promo, <laughs> she's good in the ring, though. She's mm-hmm. good in the ring. I gotta give her that. Um, but that's, I mean, her story's cool because what she came out for just like is one of the indie wrestlers for the Chicago show, and then they said she's in the Battle Royal. Yeah, and... yeah she said she's with the company. So mm-hmm. this is another one of those people probably like signed to that tier zero. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, she's going to be in it. Ruby Soho's in it. She said they they aren't ready for what she's going to bring. We have Jade Cargill and Jade says that she's going to turn the TBS to stand for that bitch show, <laughs> which, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could have been worked on a, little, a bit yeah. more, but it, it's, it, it's mostly there. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, uh, there's something there. I just, I don't know if the show works, but mm-hmm. that's fine. That's fine. Oh, but I liked it, but I'm just happy that they're getting, they're doing this shit this is cool i'm excited about the women's division again so mm-hmm. kudos to them for that then we have sheeta versus serena deeb this was really good this was fan this oh, was yeah. a fantastic this match was amazing match. yeah uh, to start the match they show that there is a an, an award that they're going to present to hikaru sheeta for her 50th win and i was sure she was going to win this match me too even even though there's a little bit of doubt, like, like 
Ooh, WWE would definitely have her lose this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I was even like, but this is this would be one of those good times. This would be one of those good moments. And she did lose this, mm-hmm. but I don't want to get ahead of myself. But they did it in a, a um, cool way, in a good way, where it was oh, just... Oh, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. They did it really well. And yeah, this is one of those moments where you want that to happen. Because mm-hmm. um, it really built heat. Mm-hmm. And as I said earlier, this is one of those matches where I differ from the crowd. I don't always agree with the AW crowd. They were dead, for, like dead, dead, dead for this match. Yeah. And until I was like mad. The very end, I started hearing this is awesome chance. But at the first, I was like, man, they are, this match is awesome. Like there, were, there were a few people who were into it and mm-hmm. got loud. But for the most part, like it was, this was a really, really loud show. Mm-hmm. So for it to be as quiet as it was, was very disheartening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like not everything can be a spot fest, guys. Like this is the company with a buffet of different styles. Mm-hmm. This That's their whole brand. That's what everyone says is so great about AEW. But you're only getting up for the fucking spot fest matches. Come mm-hmm. on now. Yeah. Make some noise for the technical wrestling and for the for the striking matches. Mm-hmm. Anyways. This match was amazing. Deeb was right back to full heel, which she was doing last time we saw her, but we haven't seen her in months. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of forgot about Deeb there. Um, she, uh, Sheeta goes to shake her hand. She slaps the piss out of her face. Um, then they get a nice mat chain wrestling back and forth. Um, Sheeta gets these mounted punches in the corner, like the traditional 10 mounted punches, but just fires them off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, there's some mustard behind those. Um, I love uh, D. The, and this is what I talked about earlier, where Deeb learned from Sheeta's earlier matches. She takes out the chair to do the move and Deeb just gets up. I was like, no, yeah. I know what you're doing. Just takes the chair, <laughs> throws funny. it back under. Mm-hmm. But it would have been so much better had J and R not 10 seconds before then being like, well, you see what happens here is that Sheeta does the same moves in every match. So at some point, somebody's going to remember and they're going to be like, not today, Sheeta. Mm-hmm. And I was like, JR, I'm watching the match. I know. <laughs> let me just let me watch the match and appreciate the the story, like the in in ring storytelling that they're telling here. I get it. Mm-hmm. I see. It. Yes, thank you. Um, but again, still really cool. <laughs> I'm glad they did that. Um, very efficient, mean like uh, mean spiritedness from Deep, which she's shown that she's very adept at that. Um, and then they, they cut to commercial and they come back and Sheeta is just spinning. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> by, the, by the head. Mm-hmm. And it looked both devastating and very relaxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that would, that actually, you know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Sheeta, want to come over? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so awesome sell by Deeb, also on Sheeta's running knee. She cracks her in the head, and Deeb just collapses and like falls out of the ring mm-hmm. onto the ground. 
And I thought that was so good. And it sounded like the commentators didn't know if she was actually out. Mm-hmm. They're like, I, uh, I think, uh, she's really selling that well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think she got her bell rung yeah. there, but no, she didn't. Cause Hikaru Shida then went for a crossbody off, off the apron. So she was fine, but great selling. Um, and then Deeb just does some great knee work, which is mm-hmm. working over Sheeta's knee for the rest of the match. She does a reverse dragon screw, which is I never want to see that move again. That Holy looked shit. nasty. Like That's I was like, disgusting. I don't even know how that I don't even know how that just happened, but that looked nasty. <laughs> I'd rather watch people like break their legs in half, mm-hmm. like in sports, than watch than watch someone take that move. Yeah, that like looked, I don't I don't like that at all. That looked brutal. Um. And she did the the knee smashes on the ground before uh, getting Sheeta in the Serenity Lock, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how she beat um, Riho back at Double or Nothing. It was that's the last time we saw she. Last time we saw Deeb was that when too they wrestled long. at the Sunset in like the Sunset. Yes. That was awesome. It's been too. way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah the the crowd got a little bit of a pop here. Because obviously everyone and their mother thought that Sheeta was going to win. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. And then Serena Deeb goes outside the ring, grabs the award, which looks like a big like crystal like award thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she comes back in and cracks it over the head of Sheeta. Yeah. And the crowd legit was like, oh shit, mm-hmm. this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> A little, again, a little le- fewer people than I would like to be reacting, but still cool. Um, but that that's what the women's division needs, mm-hmm. yeah, is sure. these, is like significant feuds and stories like this. Like, this is very, very good. Yeah, for sure. Very, very yeah, good. Yeah, I liked all this, because like you at the beginning, I was like, no way Sheeta loses here. They're just gonna, it's gonna be a nice feel-good moment, her getting her 50th win, and then I was like, oh, they turned this into a, a story I want to see more of. This is cool. Yeah, it's great. I loved it. Um, okay, so another assault after that assault was uh, Darby's in the back. He Marvez caught up with him as he catches up with everybody. Yeah. He's around every corner. Um, like Scooby-Doo villain. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he tells him that MJF has put out the challenge to face Darby next week on Dynamite. And Darby says, finally. So... They're scheduled to have a match for next week, but then Darby gets jumped by four men in ski masks, which are clearly the pit. Are you sure? I couldn't tell, man. It was pretty nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't understand the point of this. Yeah, no, I was like, why are they wearing masks? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know, whatever. Um, but yeah, he gets hit with a chair. Then he gets lawn darted by a tag team. And then he gets F10 by a large man that I'm sure has the most beautiful hair under that mask. Mm-hmm. And then a guy um, gets out of a limo and adjusts his pinky ring. In the... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a reason they're doing this and we're going to find out next week, mm-hmm. but, and it's probably going to be funny, but I mean, the assault was great. Yeah, it looked brutal and nasty, but yeah, it was just as it's soon as strange. Uh, like he got hit with the chair at the very beginning and shot, and then Sean Spears in quotations took the camera. I was like, why are they wearing masks? We clearly know who this is. It was it's strange, but 
there have been times during the MJF stuff where we're like, why are they doing this? And then two weeks later, they're they're like, this is why we did that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's actually very clever. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be something like making fun of Darby's like, you know, like Edge Lord type stuff or something. Yeah, who knows? I mean, they'll make it work. Mm-hmm. Like it's all it's all done on purpose. It was it. They looked funny, but the beatdown looked uh, brutal, and I kind of like that juxtaposition between the two. <laughs> yeah, the the beatdown. It reminded me of like the beatdown that Team Taz used to put on Darby mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. Okay, and then we had something that warmed my heart. And that was Leo Rush proposing a partnership with Dante Martin mm-hmm. before the uh, Malachi Black match. And this is this is interesting. And I was really excited at first. I was like, oh. We're going to get uh, Leo Rush teaming up with Dante and potentially Top Flight. And I was like, oh, this is this is really cool. That's a cool trio. I can get behind that. But now I'm leery of it because the, the longer I've thought about it, the more it sounds exactly like Matt Hardy. And he's just going to use him for sure. He Leo's not a good guy in this scenario. Oh, no, not at all. He's like for sure. Like we're, this is going to turn into he's definitely scheming, mm-hmm. and it's going to turn into a feud between these two guys, mm-hmm. which will be incredible. That match will be, just, oh man, it'll, it'll be, be like life affirming. Yeah, it'll be <laughs> like it's in fast forward, but it they're actually just doing all that stuff. I love Leo. He's one of the most underrated guys in professional mm-hmm. wrestling. Yeah, the and thing like, he the does character- where he's running the ropes, but then he changes direction in the middle of it. I, it's so nuts. He's insane. He's mm-hmm. He's incredible. And the work that he did on the indies and in GCW mm-hmm. over the past year and a half was just phenomenal. The Cold Heart stuff that he was doing. Mm-hmm. So good. I think it was Cold Heart. Or is that um is that uh Champa? No, Champa's Champa's Blackheart. Black mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Cold Heart, I believe, was uh Leo Rush's alter ego. It was like his Finn Demon. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, really cool. And we might in the end get a Malachi Black versus Leo Rush match out of it. Which would be nuts too. That's insane. <laughs> That's a dream match. Has yeah. that ever happened? Uh I don't think so. Maybe it's in like some weird indie fed somewhere, but not that I can think of. Like that's cool. That's mm-hmm. very fun. I want to see that's the match I want to see. Yeah. Actually, no. I want to see Dante versus Leo for sure. Mm-hmm. That that's gonna be incredible. Be like um, the Matrix or something. Yeah, it could be like maybe he's leading Dante down a, a bad path and then his brother comes back to pull mm-hmm. him back away. Like there there's cool stuff you can do here. Yeah. And I'm excited for it. It's not gonna end up well for Dante though. In kayfabe wise. Yeah. In terms of his place within the company, he's got the rocket strapped to him and it's mm-hmm. cool to see. Yeah, it's really cool. Okay. So now this ladder match was incredible. Yeah, this was oh man. This was awesome. This is easily the best one of these matches they've done. They've done three of them now. Mm-hmm. They did the this poker chip thing, the, then they did the Sonic Ring, mm-hmm. and now this one. And this was so, so good. I loved every second of it. It was great to see Orange Cassidy and Pac renew their hostilities. Mm-hmm. That's a very, very fun yeah. rivalry between those two guys. Um, and 
I love that Pac brought the fight right out of Orange Cassidy right away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Telling him to cut the funny shit. He's like, no, 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 we're not doing this. Yeah. And then you could see Orange Cassidy's like, all right, yeah, cool. And then they just locked up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, <laughs> that's great. I love it. Um, But I, I also did love that Orange Cassidy would not be deterred from mm-hmm. doing some comedy because when Pac slid the he slid the ladder into the ring and Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy goes and slowly slides it back out. There was I was very amused mm-hmm. yeah. by that. And the third man in there was Andrade and he was every bit as spectacular as as you'd expect. Yeah. Because the first thing he does is launches off the rope onto the ladder, grabs Pac and does a sunset flip. <laughs> yeah, his first move in the match was just a sunset flip power bomb off the top of the ladder. Was just a was just a beautiful murder. Yeah, that's what he did. And I Pac Pac folds up and takes bumps better than anybody I've seen. Yeah, he and Joey Janela are the two best yeah, bumpers. He, in the, the way he bumps reminds me if you ever go back and watch RVD's matches, like the way yes. he used to sell. It's always like that where he looks like he's all bent, weird and stuff. Like it is just the just the greatest thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of the, yeah, that's yeah, so good. Um, Pac's cell is just a chef's kiss. Matt Hardy comes out, and of course, the first thing he does is a side effect because mm-hmm. that's what he does in every match now. Yeah, it's the first thing he does is he comes in and hits somebody with a side effect, and mm-hmm. if you're lucky, four more. Yeah. <laughs> um. He had a crazy moment where he forgoed going for the chip to jump off a ladder onto Orange Cassidy through a table to do a leg drop. Yeah, I was like, Matt, you don't need to do this. <laughs> your spine is fused to your ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop it. Mm-hmm. You just had a new kid, yeah. a new baby. You've got like 10 of them. Stop. Mm-hmm. You only have one tailbone. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as he did, I was like, I thought somebody's gonna stop him when he first went up there. I was like, nope, he did it. Holy (laughs) shit, like that. (laughs) You don't need to be doing that. He's a nut job. Mm -hmm. Rebby's gonna murder him. That's how he's gonna die. Yeah. Um, Speaking of murder, out came Archer and he just murdered people. Yeah. He came out with some dude on his back and like. (laughs) He kicked Andrade so hard in the the face that he landed on the back of his head. Mm -hmm. Um, he choke slammed Orange Cassidy on the apron, and then he hit Hardy with a black hole slam before putting Orange Cassidy like propping up a, a ladder and then doing a friggin' like splash onto him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and these weren't like the ladders that give way. No, no, this did, ladder did not give way. They just bounced. Yeah, these were thick boy ladders. Um. Thinking. Speaking of thick boys, out comes Mox, mm-hmm. and he and Archer just brawl into the crowd. One fan caught some hands there because he got too close, mm-hmm. which is funny. Yeah, he just got punched in the face, <laughs> or got hit with a wind up or something. Mm-hmm. But you saw his head snap yeah. back and his hair <laughs> flopped, which was hilarious. Um, I really enjoyed Orange Cassidy doing the uh, orange punch to Archer twice, mm-hmm. once with the ladder on his head. I really thought... And then... Oh, go ahead. Then he... Archer bent forward, which put the ladder straight up, and he climbed yeah, up that the was ladder cool. while it was attached to him. Mm-hmm. I like that. He climbed off his back. I really thought when Archer first got punched and the ladder fell on his head, 
he's going to do the uh, Terry Funk spot. I don't know if you've ever seen oh, that. The yeah. ladder where he spins around and knocks everyone down. I, thought, I have seen it. It's it's a good one. Yeah, I thought, because, you know, they're in Philly, ECW. That would have been a good spot to do. He should have done it. Mm-hmm. You're right. That actually would have been a good call. Um, and then the fans are chanting down the uh, five, four, three, two, one, and Hangman's music Ooh, hits. Our boy is and, back. And the top, the top of that place burst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that. That place exploded. Enormous pop. And he and Mox, he got in the ring with Moxley, and I blacked out. Mm-hmm. I liked uh, before he got to the ring. His lower third said, "Finally showed up to work." <laughs> Did it? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, have we seen that match before? Has he faced Mox? Mm. Not in I don't anything think he has. Like, that was significant. Yeah, I don't think he has, and it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Like I, my jaw was on the floor. I was like, "How have I not thought of this match? They've been in the company together since day one." Mm-hmm. And we have never seen this or had them cross paths. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then we had Andrade and Pac taking the most, the two most hellacious bumps. Oh my God. I, the bump Andrade took, like, it gets overshadowed what happens right after, but that bump he took was He nuts. almost died. Yeah. He almost died. He tweeted out off that of he, a, he was a little banged up, but he's okay. Like, so you know. <laughs> like, off of, off of a nothing thing. Mm-hmm. He took a headbutt from Pac from the top of the ladder, and the ladder is in the ring, and he falls out of the ring, like head first, basically, mm-hmm. shoulder first on, like tumbling onto another ladder that's just barely propped up. So yeah, he basically and there's a chair lands on a too. ladder, like he landed on a ladder in a chair, like just fucked himself like, up. <laughs> it's just like head and. Head and shoulder first, mm-hmm. right on this ladder. Yeah. I was like, yeah. "Oh!" And he tweeted out today that, that that he's hurt, but he's okay. So he's probably yeah. he's probably a little sore off that one. He was like, "That wasn't even like a high spot. That was just <laughs> yeah. like you just drove head first onto a ladder, mm-hmm. boy." Yeah. <laughs> like, goddamn. And then you're like, "Oh, maybe Pac will win." I know Pac's not going to win, but yeah, as soon as Hangman was the Joker, everyone knew who's going to win. But Pac it's still awesome. And- Puck took a dead eye off a ladder. Just disgusting. Yeah, and that table just, <laughs> like, just it didn't even, like, break like normal. Red. It just, like, fell apart. Like, they didn't look like the table stopped their fall at all. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even see it. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And then we get the final showdown between Moxley and Paige. They're just exchanging shots on the top of the ladder. And I liked it. Moxley just gave way. He just like passed out off the ladder. He's like, <laughs> from one of the shots, he's just like, I guess. Did he wear his he vest the whole time, too? Yep. He's been wearing that vest in, like his whole matches lately. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. So, the next episode, we have. Actually, you know what? Let, do you have any more thoughts on that match? Uh, no, it's. It was wild. Uh, well, what do we what do we think of Hangman getting the uh, getting that title shot? Oh, it's awesome! It's it's the perfect way to uh, get him back in the feud because he had to leave because uh, he just had a him and his wife just had a baby, which is why Ethan Page wasn't on the show either. If you notice the beatdown earlier, oh really? Yeah, his him and his wife just had a baby too. Uh, hmm. But um, uh, yeah, so Hangman is back. He got a monster pop. They can now go back into the feud with Kenny because now. He's got a title shot. 
because Kenny had beaten him where he'd go back to the line, but that puts him right back to the top. And I got to imagine that's going to be the main event for full gear. Yep. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. All and those it, people. How are they going to get Hangman back in the... T- and I just said, just wait. Yeah, and they did. Just they, wait. Yeah. He's still in the title picture. Just just tranquilo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tranquilo. And, you know, <laughs> I saw some people in the Facebook group were in talk. It's one person. I don't want to name names, but uh, if this person is saying, like, if they're just not going to give Hangman the title again and everyone's going to be upset. And it's like, I don't think you watch wrestling or like any type of story ever because your hero always has setbacks before the the final showdown and since day one kind of AEW's kind of been the hangman story since his first match with jericho till now the pay-per-view is literally named after a hangman bit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the full gear is named after hangman mm-hmm yeah, this is this is his moment, and the place is going to explode whenever he wins that title. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it'll be fantastic, and I love that he circumvented the 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 rankings, being dropped down the rankings to jump right back to the top. It's perfect. It is perfect. That's why that's why I didn't want it to be a debut. I wanted it to be Hangman mm-hmm. or Leo, because that would have been cool to see Leo. But you can't really have him be the Joker twice. Yeah, no, it is the perfect time for Hangman to come back. Okay, so now we're looking at Friday's four matches. Like, I don't know what, I don't know how they're going to do this. Nobody's going to get to say a word on that show. Yeah, maybe they don't I do better not see CM Punk. I better not see CM Punk run out there and. Well, he's oh, in a match. He has a match. So yeah, he so I doubt he will. They'll do Daniel's this time. <laughs> but yeah, one of these matches is going to be two seconds. Oh, okay, it's definitely so. the. We'll get to it, but <laughs> maybe the Brian Cage match doesn't happen because he doesn't show up for work. Yeah, maybe they've been burying him a lot lately on commentary stuff too. It's kind of nice. <laughs> no, it's, it's <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> it's amusing. I find mm-hmm. it funny. I thought that's what they were gonna do uh, during the Starks segment. I thought he was just gonna really start burying. I was like, who did he piss off backstage? But then he came out. He's buried him. <laughs> I sent you that tweet where he called him a little bitch. Yeah, right? Yeah, you did. oh my god it's like where is this gonna take place ricky he's like in philadelphia you dense bitch (laughs) (laughs) the philly street fight in philly i hope they wear jeans though because that's what makes a street fight a street fight is you got to wrestle in jeans (laughs) okay so the first match we have the lucha brothers versus the acclaim Fun. Yes, I want to see Max Caster get his head kicked mm-hmm. in. And Anthony Bowens, I want him I want him want to watch him do some cool moves. Yeah. And I like to see that DDT you mentioned. Mm-hmm. But I don't really want them to to no sell somebody's finish. So maybe not maybe not tomorrow for that one. Mm-hmm. Then we have Ricky Starks versus Brian Cage. Um cool. About time. Mm-hmm. This feud's been going on since before fans came back. Yeah. So, yeah, this way is gotta, too long. This has got to be the end of it. And then hopefully yeah, we it has to be. Get Ricky Starks versus CM Punk because I want to see those mic battles. Yeah, for sure. Send Brian Cage back to Impact. <laughs> or back He's going to go somewhere. TNA. Yeah. Okay, then we have Sky Blue versus Jade Cargill. Good luck to you, Sky Blue. I don't think you're going to last 10 seconds. Yeah. 
Or what if she if somehow only. Jade's first win uh, defeat? That'd be hilarious. Not hilarious. <laughs> That'd be shocking. <laughs> be tragic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've so, somebody else said this, and I don't know. I can't remember who it was. So forgive me. But I I, I do say it a lot as well. So I'm not I'm not taking their thing. It's really hard to book monsters because how do you how do you have them lose ever? Mm-hmm. And then once you do, they're damaged. Yeah. And that's why you also can't have too many monsters because these monsters are just, they can't face each other ever now. Or yeah. when they do, one of them is buried. We saw that happen to Archer actually a few times mm-hmm. where he faced Miro buried. He faced Moxley buried. He faced Cody buried. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, he's not getting buried, but still it's, it's tough for yeah. monsters. It's, it's why I sort of understand why they didn't put Hobbs on TV so often because you don't want to, you can't have him do the loser's journey mm-hmm. that Darby went on and that Jungle Boy went on. Are you still there? I think I lost Brad. I'm here. It oh, froze. He's back. It froze for a second, though. <laughs> it, it did. There you go. You're back. That's good. But yeah, you can't. Uh, did you hear what I was saying? Uh, it cut out when you said the doing the loser's journey, and then it okay, cut out. yeah, you can't do the loser's journey that Darby's been going on. Mm-hmm. That they sent Darby on, and they that they sent um, friggin' Jungle Boy on, and even Kenny went on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't do that with monsters. So even though he's a young monster, you can't. You have to sort of have him lose every once in a while sparingly and then you got jade and you're like she's green so we need to get her matches but she's um, they put out the rankings and she's ranked number one so i don't know she is how they're gonna so get around that <laughs> i mean i don't know i don't know i mean they, they might just have to strap her up with that tvs title mm-hmm. i just uh i'm a little nervous about that mm-hmm. I'm a little nervous about that because you got that'll that's the workhorse title. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be having to have lots of matches, and they're going to got to go a little longer into them. Mm-hmm. She had a good match with Velvet though; that was longer. Mm-hmm. Didn't she wrestled Velvet recently? Was that who she wrestled? I think so. No, who did she just wrestled somebody recently? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, she was on Rampage last Friday. Yeah. Like two or three weeks ago, she had a match and she, Layla Hirsch. Mm, yeah, that's where that was by far her longest match. Mm-hmm. And it was by far the most work she'd have, she had to do in the ring. And she looked, she for the most part looked good, but you can still see there, there are things where you're like, okay, this looks like somebody who's in their first year of training. Mm-hmm. As awesome as she looks. Yeah. And then we have, CM Punk versus Daniel Garcia. And this is so cool. Yeah. I I don't know I don't know how they're going to book this card. Yeah, I don't I've, imagine the Sky Blue Jade match is going to take too long. Maybe even the the tag match could go short too like the acclaimed are just too overconfident the Lucha Bros just kick the shit out of them real quick. Yeah, maybe just thinking like how when do you put these on? Mhm. Like, do you put CM Punk versus Garcia at the end? They'll probably do that people? first. They'll probably do that first. Yeah, they, they normally put... Street, 
fight will be the main event. They book Rampage in reverse. Because <laughs> it's so late, they, it makes sense. Yeah, it was just interesting because last week the highest rated match was the, hair versus the hair main match. event, which that, made no sense. And I didn't like that match at all. <laughs> I don't think anybody liked that match. Mm-hmm. But I guess people are were like, I've never seen a hair versus hair match. Yeah. Maybe that. I think Maybe that's just like why? Orange Cassidy a lot too. So there, I don't know. It's very, but it was Daniel Bryan yeah. <laughs> in the first match yeah, versus Nick too. Jackson. It, I'm astonished. Like it's normally a steady drop from the beginning of the show to the end of the show, and mm-hmm. for some reason, it spiked back up to to be above the Daniel Bryan match. Mm-hmm. And I, for the life of me don't know why people yeah, did that that's weird is the ratings astonish me sometimes mm-hmm. all right so we will we'll see you guys next week yeah sometime whenever the shows are, are next week <laughs> yeah i've got uh this weekend's canadian thanksgiving and then another this like, may sound silly. i have like an 80th birthday to go to this may sound silly in canada do you guys eat like turkey and stuff too for thanksgiving Oh yeah, no, okay, cool. yeah, we eat turkey. I didn't, I didn't know if it was the same type of food we have down yeah, here. Yeah, it's the it's the same thing. I don't even. I, yeah, I don't really know why we do Thanksgiving. I always forget. <laughs> I mean, we all used to be just one big England colony, so that's probably why. But, I know. <laughs> a, I, I like when our Thanksgiving is because we get a that little break before Christmas. Yeah, ours is. I think ours is designed just for Christmas. Let's put it close to Christmas so we can do Black Friday. Yeah, really, that's how it functions now. Mm-hmm. All right, so I will see you later. See you.